Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to watch a very long web ARG series, and Marn's going to tell me how I should have spent that time instead. <laughs> we're adjusting things on the fly, because this week we're talking about Lonely Girl 15. Yeah, we decided that uh, since we're in quarantine and we have nothing better to do, it was the perfect time to get really into Lonely Girl 15. (laughs) It took literally being quarantined for us to make this series. You know who I don't relate to is a girl locked in a room for a long time who's not allowed to see the outside world very much. Boy, that sounds like a strange condition to be in. (laughs) <laughs> uh we'll definitely cover the corn the not the quarantine the cloverfield arg uh we'll definitely cover that one sometime soonish uh sooner rather than later because i know martin's done a lot of work uh to prep for that one um but we figured we'd keep it a little more lighthearted. uh but we are talking about cults and shit so who knows with args <laughs> yeah um, lonely girl 15 is very much a cult series <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, you told me that before, but I thought you meant, like, in the same way that Fargo's a cult movie. Um, we'll see how this goes. Uh, so, before we get started, a lot of people were very good and sent us great uh, messages over uh, Twitter with a lot of good questions. Um, people have been very happy and fine with us changing topics, which I'm very excited about. I'm glad we're not really... I'm not saying we're not letting people down, but I'm glad that people weren't very mad. Um but until then, uh, first of all, with Lonely Girl 15, a lot of people wrote in and asked, how lonely is she? Pretty lonely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, Just watch the damn videos, you guys. Yeah, wh- <laughs> Her best friends are stuffed animals. Uh, she pretty lonely, y'all. Um, the next question. Uh, Digital Roadmap writes in and says, uh, one, Andrew, how I know are you to be talking about this? Uh, not at all. I like to, to talk up and play the heel sometimes on the show, but I'm always excited to dig into stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm annoyed at all. It's, I will say that watching the videos, I flashed back to angsty end of middle school, start of high school, Andrew, and oh boy, am I in a different place than I was back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but two, they ask, uh, do you think with the cynicism of the world, something like this could ever be done again? Namely, fooling the world with its apparent realness? Um, I don't know that it could, but I will say that I don't think that it is uh, the nature of cynicism. I feel like it's honestly more optimism. Um, I feel like there are a lot of people that are looking at the media they 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 consume and saying like oh what if this is neater um like what if this is bigger what if this is cooler what if this means something um i feel like that's why we see a lot of things like uh the henry styles adore you thing that was happening like there are a lot of things that happen where people say maybe this is bigger than it is a lot of times we get messages about any weird ad that's like maybe this is an arg and i think i don't think that's cynicism i think it's optimism um yeah there's actually there's actually an ARG going on right now that started out as like a like a rich Instagram influencer YouTube channel and like pivoted to become a horror ARG and like people didn't realize that it was fictional at first. <laughs> See that's that sounds incredible. I think that as long as um there there's a um a quote that's attributed to someone and I I don't remember who it is uh and I'm going to butcher it a little bit. But one of the things that they said was that um 
as mediums progress, the frayed edges of them become the hallmarks of that medium. Um, you see it with things like um, like old video games with their you know bleep bloop uh, audio and like pixel art. Um, how that's become like emblematic and something to be emulated, even though it was something that could be seen as a hindrance at the time. Um, you see it a lot with stuff like um, um, like VHS scan lines when people try to make fake VHS stuff. That's the stuff that you hit first. You hit the boxy like dates and times that home videos had, as well as the like scan lines. Even those are even though those are like imperfections that they have going in. Um, I feel like people looking for those little bits of authenticity and realness lead to this kind of like oh maybe this is real. Um, I feel like you know you'll always be able to trick people and you'll always be able to catch people, especially when there are, there's a, such a dearth of like content happening these days. That is that there are so many Instagram models that like one being fake is a lot easier to slip under the rug. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, what's the name of that, uh, that influencer one? I'm very curious to check that out. Uh, it's called I am Sophie. I think I linked it in, um, or I linked like the Reddit for it in the uh, Argonauts Discord. Hell yeah! It is definitely horror, though. You should know that going into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe not then. <laughs> um, I got an important question. Uh, from Riley uh-huh. Hopkins, what's your most embarrassing screen name from your past? Oh, definitely. Um, probably XX Miss Mayday XX. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> I used to be uh uh ninjas versus pirates on a couple different forums uh because I liked Naruto and One Piece. Um so what if I was both? Um <laughs> I did have a friend whose initials were uh you know bj last name um and so they made their online handle for things uh basically her mom always said that she was a bit of a, a hassle and so she named her uh u- her username trouble with bj oh my god um it was also an email account for a while so she got a lot of weird interesting messages <laughs> that's all i could think of anytime i think of embarrassing uh embarrassing usernames that's pretty good millie writes in and says is there anything that you've seen or heard that was fictional but you believed was real for some time i feel like we've gotten this question before and i don't remember what my uh my answer was yeah i know that there have been a couple things that i've been like disappointed by um where i've been like (laughs) oh this could be neat and then it turns out it's like oh it's it's a fictional thing never mind i'm out um, I go through this every, you know, April 1st where I'm like, oh, you know, that flavor chip is yeah. neat. And it's like, oh, it's fake. Never mind. <laughs> I was, um, I was worried that that was going to happen with the, the, the new Ben Drown stuff. I was like setting myself oh, yeah? up to, to believe that it was just going to be like another stupid prank <laughs> video. <laughs> so I'm pleasantly surprised. Also for people who don't know, uh, Ben Drowned is back act three is on yeah ben uh, is back um supposedly tonight adult swim is supposed to be back um yeah. 
I do want to get your predictions for what you think is going to happen with Adult Swim. Um, they, I think they said um, when they put out the message saying that they were going on hiatus that they're like developing some kind of app for the ARG. So huh. I'm really excited for whatever that turns out to be. <laughs> um, Sean asks, what's your weirdest cult experience? Have any tried to reach out to you recently? Uh, Marn, have you ever had a cult experience? Uh, I don't think that I have. Okay. Um, I will say I'm not in a cult. Uh, it's my religion, and I would ask that you respect it as such. Um, <laughs> scrolling down, uh, Quinn writes in and says, Did you ever have a, quote, cringe YouTube channel that you posted on once, then lost all drive to post stuff? I have two stories about this. Uh huh. Um, one, I started a vlog um, when I went off to college because it was the middle of the um, like vlog brothers were big at that time. Uh, you know, peak twenty ten. Um, but then that I posted like two videos on and then never posted again. Um, and then a couple years later, I was sitting in the student center and I heard um, a girl talking about um this embarrassing video that she saw when she searched university she searched my university on youtube um and so there was this guy talking about how much he missed his family and i was like ah fuck that's me and then i went back and deleted all those videos oh my god um the other story that i have is that um i used to make anime music videos and I don't know if I've oh. talked about it on this podcast before, but there is an anime music video that I made that is out there. Um, and it is, it, it's weird because it's not on my channel. Someone else uh, downloaded the, the AMV and uploaded it to their own channel and um, said that it was a friend's AMV in the description and that they wanted to make sure it was up in case, I don't know, for archival footage. It's weird because it's very bad. It has every single hallmark of what is a bad AMV in it. Um, I'm going to task the listener with finding it. Um, So if you can find my bad Naruto AMV, I will retweet it and share it to the world. Um, Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's my challenge to you. If you can find it, uh, you'll know that it's mine because in the uh, credits to the video... um, because I put on a credit afterwards uh, where I restated the basic, like, um, you know, the plot of the AMV and the idea behind it was just the general, here's what the, a- like, here's the thesis of the song, um, which is a very stereotypical AMV song. Um, and in the credits, I credit my brother because he wanted to be in the credits. So That's if you so can find good. it, let me know. If, if anyone finds it and reaches out to me, I will retweet it. Marn, you're not allowed to because I know I've shared it with you before. Probably. I have a I have a YouTube channel um, that I used to host a bunch of videos of me playing guitar on, but now most of them are private. Um, and now I just kind of use it to host like unlisted videos for shit posts. Um, <laughs> my favorite of which is a uh, let me see if I can find it. It's a video that I of like. My college used to do this like fundraiser challenge where they would like make it like a a fun activity all day to like donate money to the university and oh fun uh, and like all of our 
student body hated it because our university was deeply in debt and they were trying to be like, haha, donate us money and like win prizes even though you're the broke students who go here. Uh, yeah, like you already pay us to go here, but what if you gave us more? Yeah. Um, and so I I edited a uh, one of the like video commercials that they sent out for it. <laughs> here, I'll send it to you. <laughs> We can we can put it in the show notes. Like I don't care. It's just unlisted so that nobody looks up my college and sees it. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, our our YouTube's are yours for the taking, but you'll have to find them first. We left them online in YouTube. Um, Nitwitch writes in and says, "What's a stuffed animal from childhood that you still own?" I think I still own most of my stuffed animals. I have them in like a in like a hanging display though. I'm not going to lie, Marn, with what I know about you, the phrase a hanging display was a lot creepier when I first heard it before I pieced together they're what you like, actually mean by that. Yeah, they're like suspended in like a, a hammock type deal. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a uh, an old uh, monkey stuffed animal back home. Um, it's in my parents' place, but I still own it. Its name is Monkey, because um, I'm very original as a child. Um next up i have uh, an Morgan... ikea shark i have an ikea shark that i bought like two years ago that's like my favorite thing in the world <laughs> i keep almost buying that for a friend of mine that really likes sharks is it good it's really good uh the best part was that he was the only thing that i bought at ikea that particular day so i i had to so the uh cashier had to ask me just the shark today with a completely straight face <laughs> when i was purchasing him <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wild. <laughs> um, Morgan wrote in with a video. What do you think about Austin McConnell's confessional-ish video about his involvement with the project at the end of its life? Did you watch that video? I have watched it before, uh, and it's fucking wild. But it has to deal with kind of the, like one of the sequel series is to okay. Lonely Girl 15 that we're not we're not there yet. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what I figured. I didn't watch the video. Um I assume that I will I will go back and visit it once I get closer to I don't know, 8 episodes from now when we get closer to the end of the series. <laughs> it's uh, basically they like did a competition to like have a fan direct a season of Lonely Girl 15 and he was like the guy who ended up doing it. Huh. That that I'm not gonna lie, I don't know anything about this guy, but that seems like a very short-sighted, um, a short-sighted prize that's not gonna do you any favors. You'll find that a lot of things about Lonely Girl 15 are short-sighted. <laughs> uh, Andrew wrote in and said, "Have we heard of Cassius watching? And what do we think about the concept of game jacking?" Um, I haven't heard of Cassius watching, uh, and we think that game jacking is kind of whack. Oh, we're going to talk about Cassie is watching today. Okay. I think that's going to be most of the episode. <laughs> All right. I'm about to hear a lot about Cassie is watching. Um, let's see. Scrolling up through a bunch of other questions. What do we got? <laughs> uh, big Titty Goth Husband uh, writes <laughs> in and asks, I took over a semi-popular and long-running Tumblr. I didn't take it over with the intent of turning it into an ARG, but I've never had this many followers, and I'm going a little mad with power. 
If I do decide to take the plunge, how long do I run it normally to avoid it being a dick move? Hmm. If you ask horsey books, uh, years. So yeah, write to us back in 2023, and we'll uh, we'll help you through it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend not. Uh, I would recommend not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last but not least, Marn, I don't know if you're into this, uh, but Courtney writes in and says, uh, what's your favorite Animal Crossing villager? Are you into Animal Crossing? Uh, I have not played Animal Crossing since, uh, Wild World for the DS, but my favorite villager is Stitches. Your villager Stitches? Hell yeah. Um, I don't know Stitches, but I hope I get to meet them someday. Um, uh, go am... look up a picture. He's really cute. <laughs> up stitches i forget about for some reason i forget about the fact that like like i know game wikipedias exist i completely forget that they do when it comes to animal crossing i'm just like oh i'll learn what i learn um stitches yo what a cute little bear i know (laughs) yo what a cute bear i know I like this guy a lot. I want Stitches to Me join too. my town. He's so cute. Um, I was going to say, right now, I currently have four uh, people in my village. Um, I think of them, my favorite is... So, I just accepted a new friend in my town. His name is Hornsby. Um, and I'm excited to get to know him. Um, but I don't know him right now. Um, the other one that I have in my town that I really like is a guy named Kid Cat, uh, who's a very, uh, buff jock kitty cat. Um, and I love him very dearly. Um, I also have a kangaroo in my town and she has a little baby uh, in her pouch and I'm very excited to become better friends with her. Um, yeah, I, I really liking Animal Crossing so far. It's a good game. Uh, stick around for the end of the episode when it becomes my recommendation. (laughs) Um... All right. Uh, after that, uh, after those questions, I think that we're ready to get into uh, get into Lonely Girl 15. Yeah, let's fucking talk about Lonely Girl 15. Hell yeah. Uh, get in your time machines, go back in time, and welcome back to the weird world of vlogging in the early aughts. So what did, what did you think about the first 50 videos of Lonely Girl 15? Okay, so... So I have a confession. Uh, I didn't watch any of it. No. Um, (laughs) I I have a confession. The way that I had to consume these, uh, because we swapped so late into the process of recording, um, I watched the first couple of videos and um, got an idea for what they were going for. And then you posted in our chat, um, just kind of like, here's a general watching guide for people. Um, Uh more like, Hey, you should watch a couple then skip to this episode and then go to this one forward. Um, so I kind of did that. I watched the first couple. I read some transcripts of the first, um, so on the, the, like the lonely girl Wikipedia, um, I, I read the transcripts for the first 13 or I watched the first 13, read the transcripts of the rest and then, um, watched the, a change in my life video and then uh learning to drive to 50 um is kind of what you recommended 
Um, and I gotta say, I went back in time to when I was in middle school. I didn't like that. Um, these are very odd, and I'm not sure that I... I definitely wouldn't have watched these when I was in um, middle school, except for the fact that Lonely Girl is very cute. Um, that would have been the only real draw for me. So, yeah, so for, for today's episode, we watched uh, first vlog all the way up to the ceremony, uh, which is 50 videos plus a couple, like, video replies. Um, yeah, and I will say 50 episodes sounds daunting. Most of them are, like, all of them are under three minutes. A lot of them are, like, a minute at most. Yeah, it took me an hour to watch all 50 of them. Yeah, that's where, that's, it. I, I took like 30 minutes last night and then an hour this morning. Because I, so. I, I, know, I know some people looked at like me saying 50 videos and were like, oh no, but like this is not Everyman Hybrid. Yeah, this is not Everyman. Does it ever become Everyman Hybrid? No, okay. I think that, I think there are some longer videos but I, I feel like they, they continue all being five minutes or less. Okay. I'm not going to have to ever set aside an hour to watch them fuck around in the woods. No. Okay. I think this um, is also no. of I think this oh, is ahead. also of the era before you could upload YouTube videos that were more than 10 minutes long. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I forgot that used to be the rule, under 10 minutes or something like that. So they, they will probably not get any longer than, like, 5 to 10 minutes. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, I, as someone who was online around Lonely Girl 15 and had heard of it, but never checked it out, um, I was kind of surprised. Um, I, 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 I'm looking back a little cynically, um... I don't know how people thought this was real. So that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. Because <laughs> So the first 50 videos of Lonely Girl 15 are all kind of set up. It's like you meet Lonely Girl, you meet her friend Daniel. Um, Lonely Girl's name is Bree, um, which we know. Uh, and you find out that like her family is in this like weird religion. Uh, and she has to like go through something called the ceremony. Um and she's like taking iron pills for it and Daniel's very worried about her uh and he doesn't think that she should do it but she ends up doing it anyway and that's like the first 50 videos mm-hmm. um but but you also find out like through Daniel that uh Bree's family's religion like the order of Dendera is into all of this like weird occult stuff and that like they're probably not the good guys <laughs> probably not um and then there's also towards the end of this kind of section there's also a new kind of video reply person that pops up called op aphid uh who is replying to Bree's videos with like very weird videos yeah very weird like those. very weird like argy videos Mm-hmm. Um, and we will probably get more into Opafid next time because this was like before the ARG of, of it officially started, but it started as a fan ARG, 
Uh, and then the creators of Lonely Girl 15 hired the guy who was making it to become, like, the official ARG of Lonely Girl 15. Wild. Because... They're just like, they well, were like, hey, we weren't planning an ARG, but we do like this, so let's make it weird. Yeah, because there were a lot of game jacks of Lonely Girl 15 once it was revealed to be fiction, and they just, like, kind of picked this guy, and they were like, hey, we like what you're doing. And then... Huh. And then... They had a falling out with the guy halfway through the series, and it no longer became the official ARG, and he left to make his own ARG with the same characters. Okay. So, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. (laughs) I'm very excited to see where this goes. The things that I do want to talk about today is... All of the shit that was going down behind the scenes during this first 50 episodes. Okay, so so today we're not necessarily talking about... I mean, we'll be talking about an ARG in the abstract, but not like... Probably not getting into like the regular clues and stuff that we normally do. We're going to talk about an ARG, we're just not going to talk about the official Lonely Girl 15 ARG. Okay. Marn, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Lonely Girl Let's talk 15 about Lonely Girl has... 15, she said. It'll be a fun web series, she said. Lonely Girl 15 is kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, but before I could talk about the real plot, I have to tell you these, like, 15 things <laughs> that were happening behind the scenes. Before we get into that, we have to talk about parallel universes. <laughs> so, the first 50 episodes of Lonely Girl 15... Uh, the first episode came out on June 16th, 2006, uh, and the ceremony, the 50th video, came out on October 12th, 2006, and the ceremony kind of marks, like, a, a turning point in the series where you're like, oh, this is gonna be kind of scarier than I was imagining. Yeah, this isn't just a girl hanging out in her bedroom with her stuffed animals, huh? Yeah, because it's, it's, Daniel goes to, like, film the ceremony, and it, it becomes, like, very, like, found footage, uh, and he tracks, like, Bree and the people in her religion to this, like, ranch, and he gets followed, and he has to, like, leave. Right. And that's kind of the point where you're like, oh, shit, like, these, these people are in real trouble. Yeah, like, oh, um, they're fans of the, the, the Blair Witch Project, huh? Yeah. Um... And you would think that that was the point where people started realizing that it was fiction. How did it but take actu- them that long? But actually, people started realizing it was fiction from the very first uploads of the channel. Okay. That, that checks out to me, because I will say, I have the benefit of hindsight and knowing that Lonely Girl 15 is a fictional project. But... Watching the first video, she was like, hi, I'm Brie, I'm 16. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're Hollywood so, 16, which means that you're about 30. Like, and then they were like, hi, I'm her friend Daniel, I'm also 16. And I was like, God, no, you are not. So yeah, so there was, from like the very first upload, uh, there was like a bunch of people working behind the scenes to like figure out that it was fake because obviously they were like you're absolutely not like a 16 year old old homeschooler yeah um and they also realized that the videos were too well edited 
like to just be one person and they were like too well lit to just like be one person filming in her bedroom yeah yeah they're very well lit for like that tiny room in yeah like the whole aesthetic of like tiny room in the attic of a house almost like yeah they're incredibly well lit like studio lighting and then people were like well hold on like the first like 10 videos are are like a story arc like this feels very scripted Mm-hmm. because like we meet Bree, we meet her parents we meet daniel yeah. there's it introduces a conflict and then it resolves mm-hmm. and people were like yeah, yeah this seems not... like it's definitely not um very slice of life or it's not like it's not presenting like the life of a high school girl in the way that a high school girl would present it. It definitely feels like an adult writing a child's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then they found this YouTube user, uh, called Buchanator who was commenting on every single lonely girl 15, uh, video who was supposedly a 35 year old web designer. Um, who would reply like reply favorably to every video and also defend Lonely Girl Fifteen in the comments of every video. Okay. Uh, and then this this guy was like, I made a fan site at lonelygirl15.com and people were like, What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was kinda like, oh yeah, you know, a forum like all vlogs have. Uh and then um people looked up the who is and they found out that uh the domain had actually been registered like a month before the first video went up yep (laughs) (sighs) and and they confronted this obviously fictional person and he was like oh daniel put it up (laughs) (laughs) as a joke right um and then people were like, no, 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 this is definitely fake. Like, there's there's something going on here. Okay, so I'm um, glad that... Well, I, I shouldn't say that I'm glad that I'm not... I'm not alone in realizing that this infamous <laughs> YouTube serial was fictional. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Like, I'm so smart. Um, but, like, okay, I'm glad that, like, there were other people that were, like, from from the ground that were like i think something's up this sets off my sensors yeah and so people on the forums started kind of compiling uh as much information as they could to figure out if this was fake or not including like the videos seeming scripted like there's stuff with like breeze room has a picture of alistair crowley in it and people were like weird that Bree's parents are religious but she has this like prominent picture of Aleister Crowley in, yeah. in her room <laughs> um but yeah. you later find out that Aleister Crowley was like part of her religion so yeah they work it, it in sort somehow. of makes sense. yeah Daniel's um, like so I did some reading about Aleister Crowley and I learned some <laughs> things that might shock you a bunch of, like, journalists got roped into it and started, like, hounding different, um, 
like filmmakers and stuff trying to figure out if they were involved in the project. JJ Abrams, are you Lonely Girl 15? <laughs> um people people just started kind of like pouring over these videos and um uncovering just like weirdish the weirdest shit about them like one poster who was an architect uh was able to figure out like that the videos were filmed in apartment buildings instead of in a single family house huh how'd they figure that out uh apparently it was from like the way that the rooms look in the videos okay just like the the huh uh, people were able to, uh, so, like, a couple of people on the forums who were botanists were able to, like, look at the outdoor videos and figure out that they were shot in California. Right. Huh. Um, Wild. I'm, on one hand, like, the fact that this is fictional is, um, it's neat that they went to this, like, it's neat that they went to this much effort to, like, dis- discredit sounds too harsh, but, like, so you're like, aha, definitive proof this is, like, fake and isn't this thing. But at the same time, it's kind of like, at some point, you're just, like, trying to, like, rag on wrestling for being fake, you know? Like, at some point, it's like, you know, you're you're kind of missing the forest for the tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of, somebody found out uh, that some, some guy uh, named Kenneth Goodfried had filed to register lonely girl 15 as a trademark okay um so this and this was kind of right before the big commercialization of youtube right yes yeah this was one of like the earliest kind of like fictional youtube brands I i know that there were a lot of people that like there were, there were people that were active in this period doing video responses, doing things like that, that like later turned it into a brand. And those were all kind of like accidental. But the idea of like just becoming a YouTuber wasn't established yet. That was closer to like. That was closer to like when we were when I was in college, right? Like end of high school, start of college, 08 around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't remember how time works now. It was 12 years ago, Jesus Christ. Um Okay. So we've got a YouTube series that's definitely fake. <laughs> uh we got people filing for trademarks and that's because it's about to turn into a weird horror series about a cult. What happened along the way? So, towards the end of August 2016, uh there was a small group of forum users who decided that the Lonely Girl 15 forum was compromised and that they needed to start talking outside of the forum yes. so that they could not be seen. <laughs> uh, and there was a, a group of six people uh, that got together over Instant Messenger and they started planning to capture the IP address of Lonely Girl 15. Okay... But one of the original six people messaged the Lonely Girl 15 account to tell them about the the IP <laughs> trap because he was like, if these are real teenagers, this is kind of a fucked up thing to do. That's, yeah. Yeah, that really is. 
<laughs> and so and so the group eventually became three people named the Forum Three, uh, and they were able to rec- acquire an IP address that they thought was Breeze, but then they realized that the IP resolved to uh, AOL, and it was just like basically showing them where like the AOL root servers were. Huh. Um, and then they were like, well, wait a second, this IP address is very close to YouTube's, uh, headquarters, so what if YouTube themselves are creating Lonely Girl 15, which was not a correct (laughs) theory. It's coming from inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which is not a correct theory, but, um, but a couple journalists like pick this up and ran with it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, And then kind of the, the forum descended into chaos. (laughs) 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 I'm just like people arguing about if YouTube was making Lily Girl 15 or not. Uh, and so, one of the Forum 3 made a new IP trap on a MySpace page. Jesus. Uh, and put a IP tracker on her MySpace page and set up, like, a, a fake MySpace page under, like, the name of, like, a 17-year-old named Seth. <laughs> um, and then sent a message Welcome to 2006. To... <laughs> and then uh, sent a message to the Lonely Girl 15 MySpace account and was able to get the IP address of uh, the Creative Arts Agency in Beverly Hills, California. Okay. Uh, And they later found out that Amanda Goodfried, uh, who is the daughter-in-law of uh, Kenneth Goodfried, who had registered the patent for... Lonely Girl 15 was the person sending uh, all of the online messages as Brie. Okay. Um, and then they, the Forum 3 once again went to journalists with their discovery. Uh, one of the journalists emailed the Lonely Girl 15 account. Uh, and then on the abandoned LonelyGirl15.com website, uh, a message from the creators went up. Huh. What what did it say? Uh, to our incredible fans, thank you so much for enjoying our show so far. We are amazed by the overwhelmingly positive response to our videos. It has exceeded our wildest expectations. With your help, we believe we are witnessing the birth of a new art form. Our intention from the beginning has to be, has been to tell a story, a story that could only be told using the medium of video blogs and the distribution power of the internet, a story that is interactive and constantly evolving with the audience. Right now, the biggest mystery of Lonely Girl 15 is who is she? We think this is an oversimplification. Lonely Girl 15 is a reflection of everyone. She is no more real or fictitious than the portions of our personalities that we choose to show or hide when we interact with the people around us. Regardless, there are deeper mysteries buried within the plot, dialogue, and background of the Lonely Girl 15 videos, and many of our tireless and dedicated fans have unearthed some of these. There are many more to come. To enhance the community experience of Lonely Girl 15, which you have already helped to create, we are in the process of building a website centered around video and interactivity. This website will allow everyone to enjoy the full potential of this new medium. Unfortunately, we aren't programmers. We are filmmakers. We are working furiously to complete the website and hope to have it up and running shortly. 
So sit tight. You are the only reason for our success, and we appreciate your devotion. We want you to know that we aren't a big corporation. We are just like you, a few people who love good stories. We hope that you will join us in the continuing story of Lonely Girl 15 and help us usher in an era of interactive storytelling where the line between fan and star has been removed and dedicated fans like yourselves are paid for their efforts. This is an incredible time for the creator inside all of us. And we call this new medium Unfictions. <laughs> so you would think that was the end of it right you would would think because that's a very like hey we are doing it i it always kind of it does kind of bug me when like people kind of get on this is it real horse where it's like yeah like is this real is probably the least interesting question you can ask about something um but that's i don't that's just my take i i know that there are people that like it matters to and i don't want to i don't want to dissuade that but like I, I do more agree with them where it's like, at some point it's like, I know that is it real is an interesting question, but like of the interesting questions that can be asked, it's probably the least one. Like we're, if it is fake, why are, why is it fake? And what is it trying to be? Uh, you know? Yeah. But that's so... not the end of it. They put out a thing saying, yeah, we are fake. Like we're doing a thing. Hold tight. We're going to do something cool. And that's not the end of them trying to figure out if it's fake. Yeah, no, this just made people even more determined to find, like, who Brie was in real life. God. Uh, and so the people that finally broke the story was TMZ. That actually isn't as surprising to me as I would think. They break a lot of stuff randomly. Yeah. Like, they, they were the um, ones that, like... Like, when Kobe died, they had the breaking news. Like, they break stuff surprisingly often. I'm surprised they were on the Lonely Girl 15 beat. That doesn't seem like their cup of tea, but get those clicks, I guess. Yeah, so they they posted a story that was basically just like, hey, Lonely Girl 15 is like two filmmakers, um, but... Yeah, Daniel and Brie. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that have like come forward to admit that they they're the ones doing it and then someone commented and was like I think I've seen this girl before on MySpace and posted a link to the actress's MySpace page oh my god I got... is that doxing? that feels like doxing well her, her page was private okay um and but people used uh the internet archive to find an older version of the page um and they found out that she was a 19 year old actress from new zealand named jessica rose is that why she sounds weird on a couple words yeah that uh, that checks out um and by september 12th a bunch of journalists uh, new and they broke the story. Um, there was a interview with the creators, uh, who were revealed to be Miles Beckett, Mesh Flinders, and Greg Goodfried, who's Amanda Goodfried's husband and Kenneth Goodfried's son. Uh, there were a couple other creators that came out over the uh, over the coming days. I'd like to state for the record, I'm Lonely Girl 15. 
Um, and then a lot of people lost interest because they were like, oh, this is this is fake. We know who's behind it. Whatever. When when is this when is all of this going down in um in relation to like the series coming out? So this started pretty much right when the first episodes came out and um when right when everything was going down and everyone was like, Yeah, this is fake, like then the creators are coming out. Uh, are around episode 34 in the park. Okay. So they kept uploading videos. So it was, like... so it was while... I will say, this is... Um, these are the parts where the the fakeness of it is more... Like, if someone's around episode 50 being like, I bet this is fake. Like, that's not really a surprise. But I guess when it's... If you've only got, like, the will they won't they relationship sort of deal of the people um like of daniel and brie if those are the only videos that are really up at this point like it kind of makes sense that people might be confused and going with like well is it fake and then like i guess the other question is why would someone fake a vlog series yeah because it's not like you know it's before youtube the youtube it, before it blew up like it's before Nowadays, like, becoming a YouTuber is something you can try to do. It was kind of before that happened. So, like, why would someone pretend to become a YouTuber is a... That's actually an interesting question. I, I should I should back down from what I was saying before. That is kind of interesting, is why would someone be doing this? And the answer is because they're trying to tell a story through a new medium. That's cool. Yeah. So, Lonely Girl 15. So, behind the scenes, like, the first 34 videos or whatever, people are trying to figure out, like, who's behind this, like, um, who is the actress, who are the producers, and then they figure it out, and then the things keep going as normal. And then, and uh, then. in, and then in September, uh, around the same time that, uh, it, Lonely Girl was revealed to be fake... Um, around the around the time that in the park was uh, posted, uh, the Cassie is watching ARG began. Okay, now are these the these aren't the videos that showed up on this list, are they? No. Okay. So, Op Aphid is on the playlist because it is considered to be quote unquote the official ARG. Uh, Cassie is watching was a. Game Jack, we think uh, nobody to this day knows who was behind it, uh, and no one has taken credit for it. Is so at this point, there isn't another official ARG, right? Correct. So, is it game jacking if there's not a game that you're jacking? Like, to me, game jacking is like. Hello, fellow teens. I'm a character in this ARG too. Come solve my riddles too. But like, <laughs> you're you're you are tacking on to an already existing weird YouTube series. But I guess if you're if you're pretending to be like official, then yeah, it is game jacking. So I guess so. But it it does feel weird to like. I don't know. Can you game jack where there isn't a game? 
Well, there was also, I think, a point where it was running um, concurrently to Op Aphid. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it just started slightly earlier. Um, but the creators pretty quickly came on the forums and were like, hey, like, this is not us. Uh, and people were like, haha, sure it's not. Yeah, just like the game is real. We get it. Wink. And it's like, no, no, no wink. Yeah. Like, no winks in the chat. Like, this this is unofficial. This isn't real. Huh. <laughs> um, and, uh, and the forum moderators were like, no, no, guys, seriously, it's, like, probably not part of the of the main story. And people were like, haha, of course it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> um... And oh, it eventually this... got to the. No, never mind. I'm I'm looking at videos. This is after they introduce Cassie in swimming. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it eventually, after the second Cassie is watching video, um, people were not allowed to talk about it on the forums. Like there was a ban. I mean, yeah, I guess if if you want to like keep things focused trying to keep that out is on one hand that kind of feels like a way to go about it but like i feel like the stronger way to do it is if you set up a section of the forum that's like fan works and then just say like hey stuff about this is explicitly marked as fan works and you can only talk about it there like you mark it as fiction on the forum if that makes sense yeah because that's but less so suspicious thing- than just banning it outright but so the thing about this uh, this Game Jack ARG is that it was a full ARG that had dead drops and puzzles. Wild. So today we're actually going to talk about Cassie is Watching. Okay, so Cassie is Watching. So Cassie is Watching um, started around um, in early September 2016, uh, which was kind of around the time that uh, you start finding out about the, the ceremony in in the videos that we watched. Um, and also around the time that lonely girl 15 was like revealed to be fictional, obviously. Um, and it started with a video called, this is my story now, uh, which takes place at the same, uh, swimming hole where Brie and Daniel go swimming together. So like someone found the same location and filmed there. Wild. Um, and okay, that that's it's... game jacking. Yeah, okay, we're using yeah. these sets. We're do- okay, now you're definitely series jacking. <laughs> and I, I think it was posted as like a reply to one of the Lonely Girl 15 uh, videos. But so yeah, so it's, it's a video of the same site. There's like a voice that whispers, I was here. And you see like a, like a cloth bag being dropped into the swimming hole. Um, and then the same voice says, like, come and get it. Um, huh. And and then uh, Cassie is watching the YouTube channel, uh, commented on the video with a map to the location. Interesting. And people were like, oh, this is a dead drop. Huh. <laughs> uh, <sighs> um. And then people started very unsuccessfully searching for the dead drop, as you do. As you do. Um, and Cassie started uh, directly messaging people uh, clues to 
try and help them. Okay. Go left. The other left. Uh, and then one one player uh, posted a uh, video of um, him finding uh, a bag with a box inside uh, that was a wooden box that had a judgment uh, tarot card in it. Uh, and people were like, oh, he found the dead drop. Uh, and then the description of the first video, Cassie changed to, too slow, I don't play cards, you all failed, I hate you. Okay. And people were like, oh, this guy just like, this guy just like pretended to find the clue. <laughs> huh. He game jacked the game jack. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Get out played. <laughs> 2006 was just like a lawless time in ARGs, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and so on September 17th, uh, which is the day after uh, Bree's... Vi- well... It's the day before Bree's video where she talks about kissing Daniel for the first time. I think it's the day after uh, Bree and Daniel, like, sneak out and go to a party together, whatever. Uh, Cassie uploads another video called When I Get to the Bottom Where I Stop, uh, which has, it's just, like, creepy visuals, uh, pictures of Bree, um, screaming, uh, and it has pictures of real dead bodies in it, which is where the forum moderators were, like... Don't talk about this series anymore. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I take back what I said before. I was thinking that it was like, just in a like, oh, these people are kind of playing in our space. Like, don't talk about them. But no, like, that's that's official. Like, yeah, you don't bring that up. Wild. Yeah, it has videos of, like, the, the Charles Manson crime scenes. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like this is like the game jacking equivalent of when people are like, "What if we made like an edgy Mickey Mouse cartoon? What if we made Mickey Ma- <laughs> like wild?" Uh, and that and that was the point where the creators came out and were like, "Hey, no, 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 we don't have anything to do with this." Yeah, like it's ab- absolutely because there is a difference between like, "Hey, like, haha, we're not doing this," and like, "Hey, we're not playing in that space. Like, we're not." doing dead bodies and shit no absolutely like i've hard yeah. pivoted to being on the the lonely girl creator side <laughs> at this point uh and so there was a second dead drop in the park that was successful this time um, it was a body. after this video <laughs> it was it was a page torn out of a bible uh that was attached to a playground slide um, and there were words and numbers cut out of the page. And uh, when you piece together the words that were cut out, it formed the phrase call and then a phone number. Okay. Um, and so they got the phone number, which apparently had a voicemail message, but the link to it no longer works. So I have no idea what it says. <laughs> okay. 
Um, oh, I don't think I mentioned this, but I am using the official Lonely Girl 15 wiki, which is lg15.com slash lgpedia, uh, which has been around since I was in middle school. So that's how you know it's good. Um, and so then uh, the YouTube account Cassie is watching started updating its profile with uh, messages in Morse code. Uh, and the first one uh, came out on September 21st, uh, which was around the time that Bree uh, is learning to drive from Daniel. Uh, and it translated to, I'll be right here above you. Be ready. Okay. Uh, and then on September 25th, um, which is right after uh, Brie and Daniel have a huge fight and stop talking to each other, uh, there is a Morse code poem uh, posted on Cassie is Watching's YouTube page, which is, it's a poem in Morse code and every line individually is an anagram. Huh. Okay. Um... And the solution to the poem is between the virgin and the beast, Moses armed the evil priest to kill me with his sword of hate. If help again will come to- too late warns Luke eleven seventeen of dangers now and ever been the cost is not just mine to bear. We win, we live, we die, we share revelation starts the first at dawn. You'll rise to do your worst. This is not a game or show. The stakes are high and you must know. The pulse of the doe-eyed child may cease, but Cassie does not rest in peace. Okay. So they're just, like, explicitly killing a main character. Or at least saying that they will, slash, that she doesn't survive the series. Yeah. In a series that they don't control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a cool puzzle. Um, that's a cool idea. It is a cool puzzle. Um... And the the players had a lot of trouble solving this, so in the next couple of days, uh, there were, like, a couple of hints uh, that went up. Like, one gave them the number of words per line to help them decipher the anagrams. Um, and then once they had solved it, uh, on September 27th, um, which is when uh, Bree and her watcher, Lucy, are, are uh, practicing for the ceremony... Um, Cassie put up another Morse code message that said, MD5DQ, be ready, it begins the first. Um, and MD5DQ, uh, was a tiny URL, uh, code, which, um, pointed back to the other, the, the Morse code poem. Okay. Um... And then on October 1st, um, Cassie is watching posted Morse for Are You Ready? Okay. And then also on October 1st, uh, Cassie is watching posted a video called Revelation 1. Everyone's favorite Bible verse. Yeah. Or chapter. Uh, (laughs) Which is just... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go first. <laughs> no, I was going to say, we're like two weeks out from the ceremony video, right? Um, yes. Yeah, October 1st is uh, 
is Daniel still kind of like following Brie around and uh, researching the order of Dendera? Huh. Okay. So this is Revelation 1. It definitely doesn't have any dead bodies, I promise. There's the Bible. It flips open by wind. Pages flipping. There's some audio reversed in the background, it sounds like. It's the Revelation. And then a cut to a house. For like the last second. Yeah, um, and the original, um, description was, I won't do what, or come on, I won't do what you tell me, uh, and the tag, and the only tags on the video were, help me. Okay. Uh, and then on Cassie's page, updated to have a new kind of chunk of Morse, uh, which said in plain text at the beginning, Frank is waiting. Who? Codes into Serapsis. And then a big chunk of Morse. And then what, when, why, where, how. Um, and people decoded the Morse. It was the same like Morse to anagram. Uh, to be, tell me, tell me, tell me the answer. While you beg, it grows like cancer. You're the one with every clue. But Frank has been more help than you. Up here above, he never looks. So on your head, I'll drop a book. Okay. Um, and then the page updated to say, right here above you, go. And people were like, well, don't know what this means. Maybe we should look at this video some more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then later in the day, uh, the, um, the page, um, updated again to say, what codes into Serapsis Hit denied evil, hit the flame. Uh, they realized that hit denied evil, hit the flame, uh, anagrammed to divide the line in half the time. Um, <clears throat> okay. And then there was another poem um, basically saying the same things like Brie is going to die at the ceremony or whatever. And people were like, oh, interesting. Uh, interesting that you're trying to predict like what is gonna happen in this in this web series mm-hmm. that you can't control. Yeah, and also like, I don't know, predicting that the main character is that the series is named after and stuff is gonna die is like, I don't know. There's like a twelve percent chance of that happening. <laughs> and and people are also like, oh well, maybe this is just like referring to Cassie the character and like what happened to her. Oh um, sure. Um, and then there was another Morse code that pointed to some more tiny URLs that were just um, to assist people with more Morse code that was coming. Uh, and there there was more Morse code. <laughs> um, the next one said, uh, was also on October 1st? Yeah, a lot of these were on October 1st. Uh, the next one was, uh, 11 days until my fate meets me just inside the gate. Not much time for you to train. Still you bicker and complain. He'll take it with a single phrase. 11 days, 11 days. Which seemed to be leading to October 12th, which was, we know, when Brie was supposed to participate in the ceremony. Yes. 
someone so somebody posts on the uh lonely girl 15 forums like hey i've been punching stuff from like the videos into different blog addresses because i don't know what else to do and i have found this uh wordpress blog or this blogspot blog called uh can you hear her.blogspot.com okay and it seems to be this guy who uh says that he is like hearing this voice uh, and he like has been blacking out um but at the very bottom of the blog they find a little anagrammed message uh that says i am here and they're like oh okay so cassie is like possessing this guy maybe Huh, all right. Um, and this guy's name is Frank. Frank, welcome to the crew. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, Cassie has mentioned Frank, so this is probably a connection. Um, and then on October 2nd, uh, Cassie's page updates again uh, with a new anagram Morse code poem. Uh that does not really make any sense. Um, okay. And apparently the solution was never confirmed, but they think that it was, Inside the gate you will defend the doe-eyed moppet's only friend. The picture has not yet commenced, so depicts a rose and soil fenced. The garden where the killer wind still holds the cup for you to find. Okay. Um, And then the... Uh, Cassie's profile changed to Frank is listening. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then the YouTube profile changed to once again have another tiny URL uh, add-on. I don't... Whatever the thing is called that you put at the end of a tiny URL. Like the rest of the like URL. Like URL extension um, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, that went to an image that none of these images know exist because they were all hosted on Image Shack, and I guess they just like got taken down because they're from two thousand six. Yeah, that checks. Um, and it had an inverted image of um, a page showing all of the anagram poems, and then a very tiny inverted image of a girl who was never identified. Huh. Okay. Cassie, maybe? Um, and then, or... maybe. And then around 11 p.m. Uh, on October 2nd, uh, there was another uh, Morse code uh, anagram poem that read, uh, What men can't understand, they curse. What curses back is even worse. When they attack the beast within, the beast without absorbs the sin. They do it in their father's name. They do it to their father's shame. Okay. <clears throat> and then it on uh, October 3rd, um, Cassie updated the YouTube page again with one of the same poems than before um but at um the end it said serepsis codes high novice weight and people de-anagram them to say to realize that it said cassie prosed a voice within 
Is prose the word? Apparently so. It's just a way to say rote. <laughs> um, and then they got another clue that was just kind of like pointing them to the solution to that poem. Um, and then the around October fourth, uh, the description of Revelation one changed to say Frank is working, and then on October fifth it said Frank is sleeping. And then on October 7th, it said, Frank is waking. Okay. Which is ominous. That's very ominous. Makes, uh, and makes Octo- Frank Octo- seem like not a person. Yeah. And October 6th was when uh, Daniel posts the video about uh, Order of Dendera. Okay. Um, and then on October 8th, uh, Cassie posts the Revelation 2 video. Which has a lot of high-speed images and shrinking, so I'm not going to link it to you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Huh. Um, and then... She also posts Revelation 3, which is the last video on that channel, um, which is a video of someone piloting a Cassie avatar around Second Life, the video game. Huh. Wild. I love it when people bring these things, which exist in like a digital space of you know social media and youtube but like kind of go a step further and bring it into like manifestate manifesting in a virtual space like second life or minecraft yeah. or stuff like that i think that's really cool is this video gonna yell at me marn no it's there's no audio i hate this yeah it's it's not like good oh, this is creepy um, and then and then people realize that uh, the username of this person is uh, codes into Serapsis, and they're like, oh, wait a second. We can, like, go on Second Life and find this person. Huh. How do they recognize the character's name? Because it's in 240p quality, and I cannot make that name out to save my life. <laughs> you can kind of see it towards the end of the video. It's all blurry, though. Like, power to them, because I can't make that out. <laughs> the kids have better eyes than I do, that's for sure. I'm too used to 1080p um, and ar- video. And around this time, uh, Frank is, is still blogging. Uh, on October 8th, he posts, Conclusions. I made the videos. Everything in them is within my abilities, given my past work. And everything in them is stuff I recognize. My Bible, my gear, the area around here. Cassie is the voice, and she uses me to communicate. Cassie is desperate. She is about to suffer a loss. We are supposed to help her. I'm going to resist the voice the next time it comes to see what happens. Okay. Um, and, and so people are like, okay, so this guy is definitely being possessed by Cassie, but, like, he he's going like he's going to try and resist her um 
And then he posts, like, a bunch of kind of just, like, garbled posts and stuff. Some of them are just, like, Cassie tells lies. (laughs) Um, And then this is, like, the most I had to write someone out of my ARG. Like, I had to write a character out of my ARG, but I didn't know how to do it. (laughs) So then on on October 10th, when uh, Revelation 3 gets posted, uh, there's a blog post that's, like, this is a message from Frank's wife. I'm sorry to inform you that Frank passed away last night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how do we kill a character off screen? That's what we're let's let's do that in the ARG. We'll just be like, we regret to inform you that uh Lori is no longer with us. <laughs> this is Lori's mom. <laughs> She's been banned from Twitter. <laughs> um, and so people found uh, the Codes into Serapsis account on Second Life. Um, and the account gave people a message uh, that was a anagram uh, that has never been deciphered. Huh. What is it? Post it in the chat. I'll solve it. Give me like Here, I'll post. give me like two minutes. Oh, this is a little longer than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. Um, do capitals mean that they're the first word or the first letter? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll get back to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no one has ever solved it. Uh, apparently the GM just abandoned the ARG. <laughs> Um, people kind of kept tried to keep up with it and like keep working on it but uh it was it was never that's, solved that's the only good way to end an ARG I think is you just drop a puzzle so hard no one can solve it and then just <laughs> call deuces and leave it's true okay so they posted one last zodiac killer cipher that no one can solve and then the arg ended yeah huh just because they were like well we can't move forward after the ceremony or no one really knows huh nobody yeah nobody knows wild okay um but apparent apparently the the cassie account uh hung around on second life for a little while but then after dropping that uh dropping that puzzle kind of stopped um there was like a apparently like a dedicated area uh in second life where cassie would hang out that was just like a a church that someone had built in second life wild Um, there was also like the GM uh, tipped one of the tipped a New York Times blogger who had been covering Lonely Girl 15 off to Cassie is watching by like sending her a bunch of cryptic like text messages and emails. Huh. That's creepy. And she was like, yeah, this is weird. This is this is not my beat. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's 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 Cassie is watching. Uh, there were a bunch of, um, 
other kind of like attempted spin-offs with the Cassie character that were like other game jacks and stuff. Um but most of them never got any further than like two videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the like people were like, I wanna do something weird with this. The moment that someone posted like or that they posted a name in the series that wasn't a character people were immediately introduced to, they're like, fuck it, we'll go with this. We referenced a character that's no longer here. Go, go, go. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, they, they were they like seized onto this character that is mentioned like once and they were like, Oh, this is this is my my city now? <laughs> I made this. I made this. <laughs> so is is this the like most notable of the fake ARG not fake ARGs, but like the non official ARGs? Yes. Okay. Well, Except for the one that, except for the ARGs that like Op Aphid spun off into when Op Aphid stopped being the official Lonely Girl 15 ARG. Sure. Okay. So, uh, kind of an important thing to know is people have speculated that the guy uh, who was behind Op Aphid and kind of the other ARGs that it spun off into was also behind. Uh, the Cassie videos because uh, oh. the first the first Abafid videos uh, very heavily reference Cassie um, and they also have a lot of anagrams in them gotcha interesting okay so people think that it's the same guy and the Abafid videos these started I'm trying to think I think these started with video 40 is that right on our list yes Okay, so yeah. Op Aphid started with, you made the right choice, Brie. Yeah, so uh, the Op Aphid storyline starts uh, with, you made the right choice, Brie. And then there's also a Tachyon uh, update who that is called an update of sorts. Um, and kind of the storyline behind them is like, Op Aphid is part of the Order of Dendera. Um, and, and Tachyon is, like, a rogue, um, like, operative infiltrating op aphid. Um. Okay. And is kind of, like, the, the antagonist figure. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a really, I will say, we're, we're not gonna get into it today, probably, but it's a very, um, interesting case in... Uh, in like ARG players ending up working for like an obvious villain. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're like, oh, Order of Dendera, bad cult, does weird ceremonies. But they're also like, ah, yes, we will help this like special division track down this, this person who is like, identifies with Brie and is trying to infiltrate the cult. (laughs) (laughs) Wild. I, yeah, there's a lot of weird angles in this series that people are spinning off into ARGs from. That's kind of neat. I'm glad it's not just like, 
I, I don't know. It's not just like, here's an ARG about the cult. It's like, here's one about Cassie. Here's one about like infiltrating this thing and trying to figure out what the cult is. Cause the series is kind of about figuring out what this cult is through Daniel's videos. It's neat. It's neat having these different angles that these games are coming from. It's not just all like, I don't know. Aha. Now I will do my Cassie ARG. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Ben now. I'm the one who drowned. <laughs> I'm bed now. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm excited next time we're gonna get more into um up aphid and there were like dead drops and puzzles that went on with that. Um and we will talk more about the order and it's gonna get pretty good. Hell yeah. We know, we know, we know it's another freaking piece of media about the Marmoset Chronicles. Before you stop us, we know that this series of movies has been talked about and deliberated on in analysis on characters, plot, cinematography, everything under the sun. And we know what you're thinking. Why do I want to listen to these two assholes talk about it? Well, we're going to try to come at it from a slightly different angle. We're talking about these movies and how they relate to us and the world in which we live in, a post-Marmoset Chronicles world, so to speak. And you can listen to us make our slow, laborious way through this eight-movie epic on your podcast catcher of choice every week until we make it through them all. Which will hopefully not take the 16 years it took the eight movies to come out. (laughs) Or maybe if it does, send help. We might have fallen down a time hole. So join us on The Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective. I guess we can... So, let's get on it. How would you rate the first 50, 50 episodes of uh, Lonely Girl 15? Um, As an introduction, they're fine, I guess. Yeah. Actually, let's just go with... Let's, we, can, we can rate um, the Cassie ARG. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the story of that? Like... Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels like a um, like it. It definitely feels like someone unrelated to a thing is trying to spin off a thing on their own way, but realize that they don't really have like an idea of where to go with it. Excuse yeah. Me. Does it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they're like, oh, it would be neat if Cassie did something, huh? And then they're like, oh, well, what does Cassie do? Uh, anagrams. I and, guess. Yeah, I mean, next time we're gonna get kind of into uh, the creators would do this thing where they like would reply to videos on the main channel with like videos introducing new characters, and people are like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, is this a game, Jack?" Why? Uh, so we're gonna get into that next time because yeah, that was just like how they would drop new character channels i mean that's how um that's how youtube worked back in the day it was a lot of like someone would put up a video and then you'd make a you'd make a response video that was just like hey here's my take on this thing and so like i mean that that's how youtube grew into groups of people like responding to different like different people's takes on stuff and it makes sense that that's how you like bring characters in but at the same time like it's also something that people that aren't a character can do. So that's, it's wild to introduce characters that way and have it spin off. Like it, it does feel real in some sense. 
That's the thing you can't really replicate yeah, with YouTube these days. Yeah, because they got rid of video replies, yeah. especially. That's really cool. Which kind of shot shot a lot of ARG makers in the foot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to like find videos linked together now because they don't show up as like a mm-hmm. response to things. They just show up as their own thing with the title like, you know, re I'm really, really, really excited or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Wild. Uh, so how's the replayability of this? Or what do you think of the... I'm skipping one. What do you think about the puzzles that we've seen so far? Uh, like a... Like also a three <laughs> or a four. See, I like the anagrams. I think that's a really cool... Like the anagrammed I... poem. So things end up rhyming and stuff like that. Things meter's a little off in some of the ones you've sent but like for the most part it's pretty solid that's a really cool idea yeah i i I do actually like that a lot but other than that it's just like morse code and stuff on videos and blog posts which isn't super exciting Yeah. yeah and uh is this one replayable at all not really i mean lonely girl 15 as a whole is but not definitely not the ARGs because they had like dead drops and like real world phone numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Well, so much for that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a lot that you can go from there. There's a lot of stuff that you said. Well, and then the thing happened, but I can't show it to you because it's dead. So, yeah, that's a shame. I'm excited to get into the official stuff, I guess. I will say I'm. I'm not into the series quite yet, but I am kind of interested in see where they go from this. Because at this point, it's like clearly not a person's vlog anymore. Like it's, you know, it's definitely jumped over the, in the same way that after like six episodes, uh, Everyman Hybrid clearly wasn't a fitness channel. Like this is clearly not a vlog. So I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Me too. Um... I think that... Oh, should we rate on fun? Oh, yeah. Um, How fun do you think this one is? I'm at like a six right now. I think it'll it'll go up when we kind of get more into it. Okay. I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm a tentative <clears throat> five or six on this one right now. I'm, I'm definitely curious to see where it continues forward. Um, I'm not a big fan of that spinoff ARG using like real dead people and stuff in their videos and stuff like that. That is really like tacky is the like kindest way of putting it. I guess it, it comes off. It's very, yes. I don't know. Um, I, I don't like it at all. Um, so like the concepts they're playing with, I'm not a big fan of, but I'm curious where the series as a whole is going and how, I'm very curious at how this behind-the-scenes drama plays in, because this is... It's interesting looking at a cultural phenomenon from this end of things. I'm curious to see where we go from here. I also... Yeah, um... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've first. been... Um, so I've been looking at the uh, the Lonely Girlpedia website for each video as I'm watching, um, and I gotta say, a lot of these episodes... One of the notes that they have is like, this is the first time that someone said the word shit in the show. 
<laughs> and I'm very curious to see if that goes anywhere because they keep using the same terminology and the link is blue. And I'm so desperate to click on it, but I'm not going to do it. That's very funny. I noticed that too. I don't I don't think it uh I don't think it has any deeper meaning. Then why are they doing it? I don't know. Oh no. Um, um. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. Um, I think that next time, uh, we are going to watch up to video 114, Hiding in the Bathroom. Uh, I suggest not looking at the titles of the videos between 106 and 114, because they will spoil something for you. I'm so desperate to read that right now. I'm very curious to get to, like, four episodes from now, which is called Nut Kills Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Um. See, so season one of Lonely Girl 15 is 256 videos long. <laughs> yep. I found that, uh, I found a playlist on YouTube and I was, Sam was like, wow, there's 256 of these videos. And I said, yep. This is season one. And she said, what? Uh, <laughs> so I'm excited to see where this all goes. Luckily, so they did a really cool thing with their with their season finales always, which was that uh, all of their season finales were like a 12-part video uploaded uh, throughout the day. Huh. That's very cool. Actually, I think, I think that... That was only the case for the first season, and then the, the, oh no, um, so, the second season finale was four parts that were all uploaded throughout the day, and then the third season was also 12 parts, it looks like. Okay. I wish, I like it when people, I like it when, like, media properties take advantage of the medium they're in to do stuff like that. Releasing like that on YouTube is really cool and something you can only really do digitally on YouTube. Um, in the same way that I really like it when, uh, like, when Netflix um, a couple years ago was like, hey, we've got uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. Um, it's live streaming on Netflix starting in 20 minutes. Have fun um, during the Super Like, you know, after the game, it'll be live. Uh, same as like companies at E3 and stuff like that being like, Hey, we're working on this game. Uh, this is our thing and it's available right now. Um, it's really cool to me when people take advantage of the timing that you can do for digital mediums, um, like releasing bonus content, uh, right before a, uh, dead drop happens to tell people not to go for it or something like that. Um, <laughs> it's neat when people take advantage of the tools that they have in their arsenal and really use the medium to its advantages like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I'm I'm excited uh, that you don't know some of the the twists in Lonely Girl 15 because that means that I get to surprise you with them. Yeah, I gotta say the only thing that I really knew about Lonely Girl 15 was that like, um, it was a a vlog that people didn't think was real, um, and we are past that point at this point. So we we are past my knowledge of it, um. I didn't realize they even tried to bring it back in 2016, which is wild to me. Um, I'm I'm curious to go along for this ride and see what happens next. Soon we will also get to the part where they started do started to do product placement. 
Oh. I'm, Which is Oh, wild. one thing I did notice in here, they did a, um, one of the things I thought was really funny was that they did a, like, not a YouTube challenge, like, she didn't, like, eat pepper or anything like that, but the, like, you know when people, like, upload a video to bring awareness to a charity that, like, people would do, a bunch of people would do one for, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. They did one of those in the middle of all this, which I thought was really interesting. Um using the lone using Bree as the character to do it and it was really out of place but just like hey uh a lot of people suffer from this bad thing every year blah 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 um it was really weird seeing it out of place because that's the thing that i haven't seen people do in years um i'm curious if like i don't know i want to see what the coney 2012 video for lonely world oh my god looks like i'm curious if that continues because i i like it when people take it's cool seeing them do like it doesn't exist in a bubble. It exists on YouTube. So it's using some of the YouTube trends. I'm curious to see if that continues. Yeah. So they're, uh, at a certain point in season one, they, they made like a couple like YouTube brand deals. Uh, and so they like introduce a character who works for Neutrogena. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm looking forward to conveniently placed, uh, coke bottles on her shelf and stuff like that uh i'm really curious to see where product placement moves forward in this i think product placement is ridiculous i love brands <laughs> product placement is ridiculous um i don't know i'm excited to see her break out of the cult using neutrogena rinse and shine <laughs> two-in-one body wash we'll get to see uh we'll get to see uh, what's his name um we get to see Daniel pop on and be like, yeah, I just use a three-in-one shampoo and uh, <laughs> conditioner and body wash and toothpaste. It's uh, real great. It's like four things I need all in one bottle. Uh, anyways, I'm going to go rescue Brie now. Bye. <laughs> There's also like a, like a um, not product placement, but there is going to be a love triangle pretty soon. Ooh. Do yeah. We get a, do we get our our Jacob Black to come in and Brie has to choose between the two of them or is it is Daniel at the point uh well you'll see what happens it's kind of okay. it's pretty spicy it gets it gets a Ooh. little bit spicy all right well I'm excited to see where this goes forward from here <laughs> do we uh want to get into recommendations yeah let's do it oh yeah uh what are you recommending this week Martin uh I my teased mine earlier <laughs> My recommendation for this week is the new TV show Dispatches from Elsewhere. Um, it is by Jason Siegel, starring Jason Siegel and a couple other actors, including Andre 3000, which is wild. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's huh. a it's a fictional depiction of a semi-fictional documentary of a real ARG uh, that happened called the J- called the Jejun Institute. Um, and the documentary that's based on it is called The Institute. I Everybody should go check it out. I think it might still be on Amazon Prime. Um, huh. Dispatches from Elsewhere is a fictional story about people playing this real ARG that might also be non-fictional within the realm of the TV show. <laughs> um, and huh. I am really enjoying it a lot. And... I, I really like kind of the philosophy of the, the people who created the Shijun Institute, which was kind of 
about um, making these, like, play spaces for adults in the everyday world and, like, how do you infuse, like, a sense of play into, like, the everyday working world. Um, And I'm really enjoying the Jejun Institute and I... It's making me feel a lot of ways about ARGs and how important they are. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm that. Actually, I've seen you tweeting about it. That looks really cool. It's very good. Uh, it... Jason Siegel's very good in it. Cool. Is it available anywhere to stream or? Um, let me look. Like I'm... outside of the fact that it's the internet, we <laughs> everything's available yeah. somewhere to stream. Um, I think you can stream it on AMC's website if you have, like, a, a cable subscription, maybe. Or maybe they just have it. It's okay. It's hard to tell. Google says that it's free on a, on AMC's website. Cool. cool. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, and definitely check that out. That sounds really cool. It is very cool. Um, And it has its own ARG also that I've been semi-keeping up with called uh, New Newology Network. If anybody wants oh, to check it out. I've heard of that. Yeah. I didn't realize that was in like in association with something else that was happening. Yep. It's an ARG based on a show about a semi-fictional documentary about a real ARG. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds really cool. I'm really excited to check this show out. Is it is it done with its first season or is it still airing? Uh, I th- It's still airing. There's four episodes out right now. Okay, I might um, wait till that first season's done and then watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, I I really enjoy that. Like the the core group of characters all have very different like stances on the game. Like Jason Siegel's character is like a guy who like has never heard of ARGs before. It is like, oh, wouldn't it it be very cool if like this is all real and like real cool things like this happened in everyday life and then there's like people who are using it for like escapism reasons and like people who are convinced that it's like a real government conspiracy it's very good huh cool that's really neat i'll definitely check that out yeah hell yeah if you're looking for something for escapism reasons y'all should check out animal crossing um (laughs) I know that my Twitter feed is full of it lately, but uh, Animal Crossing is great. Their new game on the Switch uh, just came out, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, The basic premise of the game is that you are a villager who has just uh, arrived on a deserted island with Tom Nook, um, who's there to turn it into a new paradise. Uh, You get to, like, plant your tent and plant your help your your new neighbors plant their tents. Um, And then from there, you go fishing and catch bugs and decorate your island and sell them sell sell stuff and donate things to the museum to build a museum and it's just a very fun oh and everyone's an animal except you um there's uh you get villagers that are just different animals running around and having a good time um i'm currently on an island i said earlier i've got a a cat and a rhino and a bear and a kangaroo um and then our friends tom nook and his kids timmy and tommy uh, who are all raccoons um and we are building an island paradise together um it's a lot of fun kind of just kind of casual enjoyment um i like designing my house the other day i planted a grove of trees with different fruits that people gave me so i can grow all sorts of different fruit now 
Um, I'm planting a garden. Uh, it's all stuff that I don't want to do in my real life, but I love doing on my fictional island life. Um, and it's been a, a lot of fun. Um, if you want that kind of fun, kind of escapist, uh, a, a fun way to kind of have a little, a little fun life sim while hanging out with some friends online through the Switch, uh, it's a great way to do it. Um, I've really enjoyed the time playing with uh, different friends around. I know um, I've met up with a friend of the show, Riley Hopkins, who's been on here before, as well as other Orange Grove's friends and just people I know, um, and explored islands together and had a good time. Uh, it's a really fun game. If you like that kind of Stardew Valley um, hangout with fun neighbors and just kind of chill game, it's a really great experience. Hell yeah. I was debating getting it even knowing that I'm probably going to like play it for two days and then never touch it again. <laughs> I'm forcing myself to not do that. Um, that's That's <laughs> been what I've done with uh, more recent entries in Animal Crossing. So I'm going to force myself not to. I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, and so I think that I can keep it up. I'm, I say forcing it like I'm not enjoying the game. I, I'm <laughs> going to make an effort to, to keep going with it because I actually really like it. Um, nice. Yeah. I made a shirt in the game and everything. So you if did, you like I the Orange Groves, check my Twitter because I'll have a QR code as soon as I get uh, as soon as I unlock the ability to share them in the game. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Go be my Animal Crossing neighbor. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I think that's gonna do it for us. I think so. Great. So. Uh, if you want to follow along with our watch through, uh, again, we're going to be covering episode 51 through, was it 114? Yeah, 114. 114, uh, which title I'm not going to look up right now because Martin told me not to. Um, if you want to follow us along with us, uh, we've got a channel set up ready to go for that in our Discord. Uh, you can go to, uh, it'll be in the show notes. We've got an invite link in there. Um, come join us, talk about the series. Um, if you had a history with Lonely Girl 15, I'd love to hear it as long as it's not spoilery. Um, but yeah, we'll have, uh, basically that channel is going to be, um, available for spoilers up to the part that we've talked about in the latest episode. So, uh, right now, as we're recording this, don't post anything major spoilers after this episode comes out. Anything up to episode 50 is fine, and then everything else put behind spoiler tags, etc., etc. Sound good? Um, yeah. Is that what we did the last time we did this? I forget what, what I, we did. I think so. I think that as we were recording, we did a pretty good job of, like, putting stuff in spoiler tags if they were specific plot stuff. But talking about it, we kind of didn't use in spoiler tags. I think it, it worked pretty well. We did it for EMH, and I think it worked pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's what we did with Everyone Hybrid, where it was like... I don't know, just like tag stuff if it's for if it's spoilers for like incredibly down the line. <laughs> yeah. Be smart, be safe, and of course beware. Uh in that case, um I think that's gonna do it. If you wanna find us on Twitter, you can do so. Uh we are together on Twitter at Argonauts Pod. Uh you can tweet the show, find when episodes go live, things like that there. Uh also if you wanna follow us individually, I am AC Sherman Writes. I am at Corpse Survivors. Uh, we also have a show email. I know that we are behind on replying to people's emails, uh, but we do read everything that comes in. Uh, you can email us if you've got a question or anything like that at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to... Um, what do we do? Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com. That's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. 
uh, as well as um, we have a Redbubble store up that sells some stickers and stuff like that with our logo on them if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, we also have a channel in our Discord where you can talk about the ads that we run on the show. Yeah, um, we haven't had anyone send us an ad since that first weird Pepsi one, but uh, if you want to talk about that weird Pepsi ad that we aired a couple weeks ago, um, that's a good place to do it. People are doing some weird shit in there. I don't really know what's up. Yeah, I mean, and maybe we'll play more in the future, who knows? Yeah, maybe we'll have more ads. Who knows? Um, I'd like that. If you want to advertise on the show, hit me up. Um, we'll get it figured out. <laughs> um, I think that'll be it for us. Uh, in that case, until next time, that's ARGS, baby. We are the hosts of Got It Memorized, what used to be a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. We did the impossible and finished recapping all of Kingdom Hearts. The whole thing! Now, fueled by our own hubris, we've endeavored to recap other things. We've covered The World Ends With You, and now we've moved on to Final Fantasy X. After that, we'll do more tasks that humanity previously thought impossible, like creating cold fusion, accessing the Akashic Records, and folding a piece of notebook paper in half more than seven times. Find Got It Memorized on the Orange Groves Podcast Network, on your favorite podcast app, or do what we did and approach a pulsing dark monolith in the middle of your city, promising otherworldly powers in exchange for audio catalogs of JRPG franchises by whispering the secret words of power, Got It Memorized. Blitzball!